Welcome to the Thinking About Massage podcast. This is a podcast about therapeutic bodywork. But a very special aspect of therapeutic bodywork, the mental side. We're going to talk about communication, how we interact with our clients. Approach. There's a specific way that we approach therapeutic bodywork and the mindset or the mental framework that we have as we engage in this type of work. I'm your host, Stephen Shule. I'm coming to you today from Austin, Texas, and I have with me two very special guests. Philip Russell, who is a massage therapist in the state of Texas, and he's also a licensed massage instructor in the state of Texas. Welcome, Philip. Thank you, thank you. And we have Allison Moreno, the president of Oakhaven Massage here in Austin, with offices in Austin and San Antonio. Welcome, Allison. Thank you. Well, we are going to talk today about, in the world of therapeutic body work, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about where therapists miss the boat. Where mm. do they miss the boat? Where do they miss it? Where do they, where do they miss? See, see the, reason I, the reason I'm doing let me give, I probably just need to give some background. So we do a lot of training here. We have 200 massage therapists on, that work with us in these five locations here in Central Texas. We do a lot of training. We have a training room in each location, and we train in this specific way of therapeutic body work. And, and so people often are not successful with it, quite frankly. They just are not able to, to be successful with it. And by successful, I mean they're not able to develop a practice, and they just, they just they fr- they struggle with it. They, they work at it, but yet they don't, they don't seem to progress. And others... They take it and run with it, and they, they develop a practice where they make over $100,000 a year. So, and then everything in between. So I made a little list the other day of where some therapists, I feel like they miss it, where they miss the boat. And I wanted to, to bring some of those out today. Is that okay with you? Sounds great. This, this might be a really long-winded topic. Yeah, well, Can't I'll, wait. Can't well, wait. We'll, we'll, find, we'll find it. There's, we'll see. I don't, I don't think it'll be too bad. Um, okay, so... Here's my first item. My first item is that they fail. The very first thing that they do is they fail to make sure that the client is a therapeutic client versus a massage client. What do you What do you think? That goes both ways. You know, um, I do see therapists take clients into the therapeutic mode when they don't want to go into the therapeutic mode, but more often than not therapists miss an opportunity to invite someone to go into the therapeutic mode. Um, someone says, I just want a regular massage today. Anything bother you? Yeah, I spent an extra few minutes on my neck. I've been kind of having a headache. Okay, great. And then they do the session, spend an extra five minutes on the neck as asked, hand them their glass of water, and off the client goes, never to be seen or heard from again. Instead of, hey, you know, um, if you want to get this headache thing under control, we can help you with that, you know, and, and I can tell you more about that or however, you know, you want to go about that. But it, it goes on. I see it both ends, but I would say more often than not, it's on the other end, kind of the opposite of what you said, which is missing people that could use the therapeutic work. Okay. That, that's a similar, I guess, comment that I'm g- going to have with it in that therapists generally don't recognize those clients when they come in. It's just like Ali said, yeah, and I've, I've had this headache going on, or I've had this, this shoulder ache forever, or I've had my low back has been hurting forever. Well, at the moment they say that, you should start becoming a little bit more inquisitive. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a therapeutic session, but just to start asking about it, it, it starts to create this slight invitation. And, and 
for us as therapeutic practitioners, that's what we kind of want to know. Hey, am I going to get a chance to show you what I think we can do? You know, just just kind of testing the waters there. And that that's just step one. So let, let's hear what step yeah. two might be. Yeah, so in another podcast, we did talk about the 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 process that we go through to decide if, if we're going into the therapeutic mode. Mm-hmm. We have three questions that we ask, and there's a whole whole way of thinking about that we won't get into right now. So so that's the first thing. They missed the boat by failing to make sure that, 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 that the client is the therapeutic client versus a massage client, okay? Number two is that they fail to realize that therapeutic work is interactive. They, they treat it like a massage, like it's a, a, a lie down, quiet, lights off, relaxing it's not it's a very interactive process where you're you're talking the lights are on you might be seated i'm I'm sorry the client might be seated the the um you know you're you're asking them to move in certain ways you're asking for feedback on certain moves that you're doing you know it's a very interactive process and i don't think people i think people miss that yeah and i think therapists are also hesitant because it takes a special skill set to be able to drape properly to be able to put people in these different positions that isn't normally associated with massage therapy, such as seated on their side or different various positions of placement. And if you're not really confident in that, you might skip that. And those are some really powerful protocols that you can use in those more obscure positions. And so therapists aren't 100% confident with how to get the, the client in that position. And so they just skip it. So absolutely, it, it's a totally different session. And especially if you don't set expectations properly so that the client knows what they're kind of getting themselves into. Um, but yeah, I think I think there that's a big reason why I think therapists miss the boat. Um, these types of sessions in general are interactive and engaging. I mean, hand, hands down, this is in general, you've, you've established that we would like to resolve an issue. OK, you've been given permissions, we went over that in another podcast that, or another episode, that you've been given permissions to do certain things that would help alleviate the issue. That being said, engaging and interacting is one. You, you should be asking questions. As the practitioner, you need to know information. You need to have feedback. You, you need to know what is happening right now and why, so you can start thinking ahead in moments ahead, minutes ahead, sessions ahead. You, you need to have that mindset of, I've got to get them to do something. I, I need information from this session. And whether that means moving them to see if something hurts, asking them a question to see if it's occurring somewhere else, just how you're styling yourself is to get information from the client. And if you're not interacting with them, odds are you're not doing therapeutic work. <laughs> So the first one is they fail to make sure the client is a therapeutic client. Second one, they fail to rec- to realize that the therapeutic work is interactive. Number three is they never get into the therapeutic zone. They fail to reach a therapeutic level of pressure. Well, the therapeutic zone, that, that pressure is something that really speaks to me. Therapist, if, if you don't go deep enough or with enough pressure you won't wake up that nervous system the way you think you are. Most unfortunately is therapists are often not doing the work they think they're doing. Perception does not match up with reality. Now, getting into the therapeutic zone, it's about reaching a depth of pressure where the nervous system is aware of where you're at. 
It, it's about trying to sink into a level where, hey, we have some sensitivity within the tissue, we're getting a response within the tissue, and if, until you get there, you're not really going to achieve much of an effect on a healing aspect or helping the tissue. Or at least the potential is greater if you go a little bit deeper. Maybe, Stephen, you have thoughts on that therapeutic zone because I, I want to be careful not to branch out too far okay. before okay. I jump. Okay, so the idea then is that as you start increasing your pressure, you reach what, what we call a therapeutic threshold. So as you start to increase pressure, you, you cross over the threshold into the therapeutic zone. And the therapeutic zone is where the therapeutic effect happens. So you get into that, you cross the threshold, you get into that therapeutic zone. Now, the zone is has an, a lower limit that you cross over the threshold, but it also has an upper limit. And you don't want to cross over that upper limit because then you get into, the, uh, uh, you get out of the therapeutic zone and into a potential of either damaging tissue potentially or at least causing the body to react in a way that doesn't allow it to have that, that healing effect. And, and that's normally when you would notice a client kicking off the table or jumping off the table saying, oh, that's too much. Okay, well, yeah. that's the boundary. Now come back a little bit. Just come tone it down just a smidge. And we're, we're not talking a lot of pressure. We're talking, I like to call it, grains of sand. Just, just two grains of sand less or two, two dashes of salt less. If you'll even talk to your client about that, say, hey, so I know that's a lot of pressure. It, do you think it'd be all right if I just backed off just, just a dash? You think you could handle that? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That's that therapeutic zone that you're in. You're, you're right on the boundary. And all therapists can probably identify with it. Or I would argue very highly that they know what we're talking about. That, that magic zone of, whoop, that's too much. And, well, you're not really doing anything. Yeah, and, and, and it, people can err on, on both sides. Mostly, I think therapists err by not getting into it. They, they never actually cross that threshold and get into that zone. That's just one more place where I feel like they miss, miss the boat. And just, I know it's obvious, but you also have to be in the right location, too. I think pressure and location okay. yes. are really a... Yeah. a uh, they have to be together. That's you can't good. be pushing too hard on the, the wrong, wrong spot. <laughs> so you got to get that location right. And yeah. you have to be accurate. And that goes back to knowing your anatomy and all the other things that we've talked about. But you've got to get the location right. You've got to get the depth right. Okay, so where do therapists miss the boat? Number one, they fail to make sure the client is a therapeutic client. Number two, they fail to realize that the work is interactive. Number three, they never get into the therapeutic zone. Number four, they fail to engage the tissue. Now, Massage flows over tissue. Therapeutic work engages the tissue. It's a slower, more deliberate approach. And then we have uh, identified five areas that we describe here. We describe a deep stripping, a static hold, a scrub, which is like a little bit of a cross fiber, a micro stretch, which is taking the tissue in and holding it, and then a pin and stretch where you pin the tissue and then move the joint. The idea is that you get in, you, you engage the tissue in that area. So it's not, it's, and it's not massage flowing over the top of the tissue. It, it's not massage at all, and that's one of the biggest things that I'm activist about. I mean, I don't know what you want to call this, but it, it's not massage. And that's one of the most unique things about this is that it is not massage. You are not on the tissue, and I, I have to be careful telling people this because they have a hard time understanding what I mean by that trying to interact with the nervous system and with the tissue. That's why this actually requires a deeper pressure. 
it, it's not something that's really up for debate, so to speak. It's you have to get in at this certain depth, otherwise you're actually not doing the work that we know really helps the body heal. And and that's one of the big differences. You're going to miss the boat if you're not engaging that tissue. If, if you're just there and not doing anything with it, you're going to have minimal effects or minimal success. That's why we say once you're there in the zone, now let's engage, manipulate that tissue, interact with it, strip it, poke and hold it, scrub it, micro stretch it, pin and stretch it, all kinds of little things. And there's probably a few more things that we'll add to that list. But that's the big key of are you engaging that tissue or are you just kind of on it, not really doing much with it. I'm sure that most receivers and therapists can say, I knew when somebody was just kind of on my body and then somebody was really working manipulating tissue. There's a clear, distinct difference. And okay. maybe that touched on no, some of good. it. Good. Okay. So we have, uh, number one, they fail to make sure it's a therapeutic client. Number two, that the work is interactive. Number three, get into the therapeutic zone. Number four, fail to engage the tissue. Number five, they fail to get enough consecutive treatments to break up the faulty motor pattern. I'm convinced, and I have seen miracles with this work, there's always buts. It takes several treatments. You, you don't generally have miracles with one treatment. Four to six treatments on the low end, 10 to 20 on the high end. If you don't get the treatments, you don't get the miracles. Th that's and an you don't get the treatments if you don't make the recommendation. It's very true. Very good. So that's uh, something that people often don't do. They could be doing everything else right, and if they're not getting consecutive treatments, they're not getting the results, they're not getting the miracles. You, as the practitioner, as the therapist, need to be giving that recommendation. Your, your experience says, how many sessions do you think? You, you need to be sharing that information. It, the client might even be asking, well, what's the treatment for this? Mm -hmm. Because they've recognized they've received a service they've probably not had before. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so number five was uh, get enough consecutive treatments. And number six is that therapists miss the boat because they're too concerned with pain levels. Ooh. The clients, I believe the clients are more concerned with solving the problem than with the temporary pain of the session. And I think a lot of therapists get all caught up in how much pain they're, they're generating. So they don't, they, they fail to engage the tissue. They don't get into a therapeutic zone and they don't get the effect. They don't get the, the they, they don't get the healing result. Yeah, so this is an observation that over the years that, that therapists get all caught up in, in, in the pain and they worry about it a lot more than the client does. Okay, on to number seven. They miss the boat because they think therapeutic work needs to take up the entire session. And you know, therapeutic work can be very intense on the practitioners, can be, very, uh, can be a lot of work. And so if they think they have to do that for 50 minutes, they may not want to engage in it. But it doesn't have to take up the entire session. It can, but it doesn't have to. And uh, you know, we, for years and years, for 20 years of the, uh, with this work, we did it in a chiropractic setting, and we did it in 15-minute increments. And we got amazing results. So you can get a very good result with this work in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's all it really takes. I mean, imagine if you came in and having a sore spot on your shoulder, you probably had a mom that said, oh my gosh, my shoulder's hurt. Mm -hmm. And what did you have to do? Push on her for five minutes or even just give her a little rub and, oh, that's better. Well, this is a little bit more 
aggressive work, but it's got the same effect of just, yeah, it doesn't take long just, just to have miracles happen. doesn't take long at all. And that's one of the coolest parts about this is that, shoot, man, 15 minutes of just applied pressure on a very calculated spot, can, that can change somebody's quality of life? That's a cool thing. Absolutely. Well, I think we covered the, uh, the seven issues, seven ways that people, therapists, miss the boat in therapeutic work. So I appreciate you being here, Phil, and helping me discuss these things. We thank, the, in, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. This, uh, we'll, we'll close this episode out by just letting you know that the episode is brought to you by okhavenmethod.com where we have a blog that covers in written form many of the ideas that we cover here. It also has podcast episodes, all previous episodes. There's a free online training section with all of our training online. There is also a schedule for our hands-on training. So we'd, we'd appreciate it if you'd rate this podcast and hit the subscribe button. And until next time, take care.